0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Been a while since I've put something out. Uh, no real good excuse for that, but I did decide in June to um, do a live stream every night. That was the original plan. I've since walked it back a little bit. Every day was a bit much, and I found I needed a break, so I, I am taking weekends off, but I'm aiming for five live streams uh, a week. And if I miss one on one day, I'll double up the next day or hit one on the weekend. But um, that's the plan for June. I'll reassess uh, at the end of the month and uh, and see what I want to do from there. But uh, thus far, my strategy or my approach has just been to reach out on Twitter when I have a a, a couple hours time, see if anyone wants to jam. I'll get some DMs and I just pick the first one that comes in. And uh, so far, it's been awesome. Had a lot of great conversations with some uh, really cool Bitcoiners out in the wild and, um, yeah, I just I wanted to do this to, to connect with more quote-unquote normal Bitcoiners and uh, hear their stories, their experiences, how they came to this, why they're involved, what their aspirations are, all that kind of stuff. And I'll still be doing the normal interviews as well. I just haven't, uh, I've been doing mostly these over the last week or so. So uh, coming up, I'll have a few more of the normal ones, but uh, really enjoying just getting a chance to to connect with these people and have a chat. And so... This one today is actually with um, is actually a conversation I recorded last night, but it's with uh, Sir Badminton of Bitcoin. That's his Twitter name, and his Twitter handle is uh, hodler than thou. Excuse me, and he's um, he's based in France uh, at his self-proclaimed citadel in rural southern France with his family, self-sufficient, all that kind of stuff, and um, he's also recently begun to put out, um, kind of join the front lines of the, the Bitcoin meme war, as I like to call it, uh, with some other Bitcoiners. They're putting together videos and other memes, and uh, as you'll hear in this discussion, they have some uh, ambitious plans for the remainder of the year. Um, but anyways, I've always you know, liked his output on Twitter, thought he was an interesting dude, didn't know much more, and so we put this together, and uh, super interesting chat. We took about two and a half hours. And as usual, just let it flow wherever we felt like taking it. And, um, you know, we probably could have gone on for uh, several more hours. But given the time difference, it was getting pretty late where he was. So uh, we shut it down and, and we'll have to pick it up again some other time in the future. But um, really liking this style, just firing up a live stream. No prep, don't know who that guest is going to be and just kind of going on a rip for a few hours and and seeing... Uh, what these people are all about and then listen to their ideas and and all that kind of stuff so super fun it's going to be a lot more of it and uh that's it hope you enjoy
1: let's do it
2: john sir badminton sir badminton how are you (laughs) jolly good man good to see you well see you one way you can see me eh yeah yeah all good well i like your mustache (laughs) <laughs> i i i used to rock one of those in my uh sort of metropolitan uh woke uh hipster days no more no more i i i i think uh i'm pretty follically challenged so i think that was my 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 one bit of sort of uh of uh, manhood that i or you know manliness that i could claim
0: you and me both mine mine looks like it'd be nice and thick but once i give it two or three weeks it just gets ratty and discolored and oh
2: really i was gonna yeah. say you, you look like you uh, you're half half man half bear <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right i'm just uh, give me one second i'm gonna uh go live and i'm gonna do a little tweet sure. and then we'll get rolling just go sure. boom Um, So I guess the first uh, question, mate, is uh, how do you prefer to be addressed? I've heard uh, Sir Batters, I've heard Batters, Sir Badminton.
2: Yeah, well, Sir is a bit official, isn't it? So Batters seems nice and sort of, uh, yeah, that seems apt. Excellent. Okay.
0: Well, Batters, um, we, I mean, of course, uh, we've been interacting on uh, Twitter a little bit, and Mm. uh, we have a mutual friend in, in Daniel Prince. And uh, I heard him refer to you as batter, so it feels right. But yeah. um, I, uh, you're one of those people, just to get this rolling, um, I've always felt, because I hadn't until very recently listened to some of the podcasts with Daniel, mm-hmm. and I actually haven't finished it yet. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I've, I've really been looking forward to this discussion because I feel like not only have you led an interesting life, but you're you're living out many of the things that we often discuss in this space. So, um, I think today the maybe the best place to start is, um, you know, for you to give a bit of a, an intro into your current situation. So people have an idea kind of where you're coming mm. from. And, uh, then of course we can take this wherever we want to take it.
2: Sure. Well, well first of all, I, 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 it's a real pleasure to speak to you because, um, I've listened to your podcast for a long time, and I'm a, I'm a big fan. And um, as I was saying to a, a a mate earlier, when I was saying I was coming on, I was saying that I've been nursing an intellectual semi for you for for, for some time. <laughs> and who knows if we have a really good chat, it might just be a full blown throbber by the end of today. You and me both, but mate. You and me both. No, it, it, you you have a um, just to, to to give you your dues. You, you have a um, a really nice and articulate and succinct way of putting putting over some really complicated um subjects and 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 you are both uh affable and assertive when you are when you're doing your podcast with with various people when when you need to so that's a rare skill and so yes i i commend you thank you sort of uh manner that is uh, suitable of uh of somebody with a tash like that but yeah um when that's out of the way, my situation. So I am, a, I'm Danish born. I, I I lived there for for the first, until I was 18. Uh, spent some time in Canada for, for a few years. Ended up in, 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 in the UK for the best part of 20 years. And now I find myself in in, in the southwest of France, in the middle of the forest um no neighbors um no man made sound and, and in a in a just i mean just outrageous idyll really um and um trying to live a life as self sustainable and sort of in alignment with 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 our values as, as as we possibly can um but of course it's been it's been a long journey to get to, to that point um, But to describe a little bit where we are a bit more, we are very rural, very rural to begin with. And then you come to a tiny little village that is so small that there's not even a bakery or anything like that, or a bar even. I mean, imagine that. Uh, Then you continue on for another sort of five, 10 miles, and then you get to our bit of the forest. And then you carry on for another two miles through the thick of the forest until you get to a little sort of forest valley that opens up and where we are. Um, So yeah, I I call it our little Bitcoin citadel, but it was something that was um, kind of conceived before, before I discovered Bitcoin. So it was for the same reasons and values that I that bitcoin chimed with me but before bitcoin
0: and this is in somewhere in the south of france right southwest france yes. Yeah. southwest yeah. france gorgeous place that uh that region of the world it's it's absolutely one of my favorites and i like when you're describing your uh, your setup i'm just i'm green with envy it sounds mm-hmm. so ideal um well
2: i've seen you i've seen your i've seen your um your pictures, where you spent where you spent the last couple of months uh, until recently, that doesn't look half bad.
0: No, not quite as rural as as yours sounds to be, but no, it's uh it's certainly lovely out there too. And I mean, this is, I think, a lot of Bitcoiners, especially in light of the last few months. Uh, I think this was maybe uh, always in the back of a lot of our minds. You know, mm. a, a, a setting like that in which mm. to just kind of live out life. But mm. I think recent events have probably accelerated the timeline for our uh, considering that, and um, so maybe why don't you kind of uh, explain why you ended up searching for a place like that, presumably prior to uh, getting involved in Bitcoin.
2: Hmm. I was I was born in the countryside and um, had this amazing all to, to to sort of grow up in um, a sort of. Uh, very low time preference family life before most of us knew what that was or any of us knew what that was and um and then that sort of changed when i got to when when i got to the metropoli that i that, that i spent time in and i mean that was that in itself was very exciting to begin with mm-hmm. but i found sort of after a little when that sort of wore off i i found that my, my my the life i was living and the values that i had held my entire life and i i'm a really sort of principled as many bitcoins are i'm a really principled idealist mm-hmm. um and yeah so I, I was finding finding this sort of misalignment between the life i was living and and, and the values that i that i've been keeping and that i found difficult at first and and, and that led me to be sort of politically motivated uh, but because of my sort of uh, the bias of my upbringing, I, uh, social democratic country, uh, very affluent, very middle class country, in, in, on on the whole, I sort of just uh, reverted to sort of left experience and socialism, good. So you know that's kind of formed my sort of lefty uh, sort of opinions um, and uh, raison d'être. Uh, I suppose, um, and 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 city life. I mean, particularly places like like London, um, with such a you know, there's some serious serious affluence. Uh, one of the biggest biggest sort of financial centres in the world, with see Royces phantoms park up right next to some sort of homeless camp and <laughs> It was really sort of incongruous and and and, and, and maddening and, and 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 sad in in many ways. But yeah, so then Brexit was starting to build, the uh, Republican nomination was starting to build in the states, and I just got this feeling that something was something was about to fundamentally shift. And at the time, I called it my post-Trump, post-Brexit insurance, this, this, this place, and I mean, now it seems prophetic. Uh, not that I'm saying that those two events were the reason for, for this madness we're finding ourselves in. Far from it. Um, just sort of a, an early symptom of, of, of what was bobbling underneath. And... Yeah, so 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 we kind of decided to vote with our feet. We'd we'd felt frustrated for a long time that we felt so impotent in 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 terms of um, facilitating action and making a difference. That we thought, let's go somewhere to a small community where our voice will matter, where our actions will matter more, and to a place where we're not beholden to some kind of bureaucratic bullshit. And I say this in spite of France being incredibly bureaucratic but you know you you go far enough away from from the political action and, and you find that the it's a very different world
0: and i think maybe a little further context to to add to this would be that presumably that was a possibility for you that you know capitalize or you know taking that action was a possibility because i correct me if i'm wrong you and your wife were uh, successful relatively successful um in the creative arts music uh, world prior to making this move that's
2: right yeah we we were sorry i I left that out yeah we were um, we were both published songwriters uh both with um, success in our own right um and i had gotten to a stage I, i really think it was the macro of uh, of my existence that, that was the driving factor. But on the micro level, I was incredibly frustrated with um, not being able to see visions carried through in a sort of creative context. Mm-hmm. So you would have all these creative gatekeepers that would decide, whether what you were doing was good or not, uh, whether it was valid or not. And I became very frustrated with having to go into the studio every day, writing a new song, producing a new track and maybe only, and and this speaks to my sort of level, you know, not Premier League level um, status, that maybe it would only be one or two, three songs per year that would, kind of take on a life of their own um, however I, I, I was lucky enough um, or, or, or got to the point where I for 15 years maybe now have had um, sort of a number of copyrights that have continued to uh, be used and, and, and music uh, that has continued to be popular um that basically we have this sort of apart from the from the property and other things we've we've built up over over time we've we have this sort of uh, passive income through royalties um so yes we were in a position to 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 do this um, and uh, i i'm so people, they uh, some people they say is brave, but you know you s- certainly don't have as much on the line when you when you have that sort of uh, insurance uh, beneath your feet. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know it's interesting. But 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 sorry, sorry, just to carry, ramble ramble on for for a quick second more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, It is still about mindset, though I think, and there are many people in my situation. You know, I, I have friends that, that would make as much money as we did as uh, as combined income that would just focus on the next big holiday
1: mm-hmm. or
2: the next brand new car or whatever. And we were always building, you know, we were always building for freedom, essentially. And so what I'm particularly proud of is not, it's not what I've managed to achieve professionally, but is what we managed to kind of build and harness through um vision and nation if that's not too self important mm-hmm.
0: no absolutely and what all I was going to say was you know <clears throat> a lot of people in that industry at least this is my perception and having known you know uh, people um in the music industry and i i use that term extremely loosely i mean on a local level you know struggling mm. artists sort of thing you know mm. art is one of those industries that it's notoriously hard to make a living at, right? So the starving mm. artist is kind of that, you know, stereotype. And then the the kind of other extreme of that is you're a successful artist. And it seems at least from an outside observer point of view, that it's this kind of, you know, very fast moving, high rolling sort of lifestyle. If you reach a certain level of success mm. and you're around, you know, whether it's fame or money or partying or drugs, and mm. that can become Uh, Extremely enticing and potentially problematic as well. And you know Mm. what what I find interesting about your story is that You know first of all you transcended the first problem of being the starving artist you found a way to monetize your skills and presumably your passion at the beginning, but Mm. also you navigated it in a way that you didn't You don't seem to have allowed yourself to be drawn into as you say the next vacation or the big party or lavish, you know, whatever Um, and if I, I from the podcast I listened to with Daniel you guys actually seem to live well beneath your means during that time in anticipation of what you were just saying, kind of the grander vision later down the
2: line exactly that um yeah i mean we we for for, for years we we shared a house with ten people uh, and it was brilliant i mean then the, right. the, most of them have become friends for life, you know they are family and, and 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 you know really dear friends. Mm-hmm. But we didn't we didn't need to live like that. We didn't need to live in one bedroom in a big house. Um, and but, but it was I don't know, I always felt that it was re- it was incumbent on me, and this is something that I think is missing too too, too much nowadays, and something I really hope that's going to carry through to my my two year old son. Is is this thing of personal responsibility that somehow has become like a a, a, a poo poo kind of word? You know, it's it's taboo, or or certainly within my s- circles, creative lefty circles from 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 the past, because that's somehow seen as really sort of uh, almost like nihilistic or um, selfish in certain ways, or selfish or. or <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, uh, yeah, um, and, um, and and that I just don't get because I felt I I felt that the burden was on me to make hay while the sun while the sun was shining. You know, I don't have a pension. I, I haven't lived some fat corporate job that will. Uh, I mean, that's a whole other question about the pensions later on, in, 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 in well, in years to come, but. Um, it, it, I always felt the responsibility of 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 doing the the very best with with what we had.
0: So, did you feel out of place at all in in the environments you were in when you were kind of in the thick of your career? Like, were you kind of always? I'm sure you enjoyed yourself and, and that kind of stuff. But were you? Mm-hmm. Did you feel a kind of difference between you and everyone else that was kind of doing what you were doing because of that? Because you had a a very kind of clear objective or vision for what you wanted and you kind of knew that you needed to take, you know, steps all along the way to get there?
2: Um, Yeah, I suppose. Although I'm, I'm not sure I could have defined it. Um, uh, You know, those being the reasons at the, uh, at the time. What would you um, say
0: were, were you just a, a tendency toward conservativeness or responsibility or like why, even responsibility, I think
2: right. responsibility right. um living in accordance with my values and being and living in 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 accordance with my principles and and you know sometimes that I, I've had to cut off my nose despite my face to 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 do that, yeah
1: um,
0: Can you but, give me an example of that?
2: Well. I mean, I've certainly, I've, I've certainly pissed people off by 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 making my opinion felt, uh, or, or, or or friends, for example, in the industry that I, whose wives I knew and were friends of mine, and then I'd see them being total slags at, at, at sort of like industry events where I would have to grab them by the neck and pull them away from getting heavy with you know none of my business really but in order right. for me to be able to face their wife the following week I, I in order to live with myself I had to put them straight and, and not make it happen and um, that makes me sound maybe like a like a stick in the mud but um, you know things things like that what I what, um, <sighs> Where, where do these
0: values come from you like why could and you know without judging at all that mm. behavior but just to mm. to ask the question um why such strong kind of adherence to values and where does the confidence come from to know that you know to, to have confidence in your values that they are the right ones and they should they should coordinate mm. and direct your behavior
2: well that's a very good question and that's something something my <clears throat> my um Wife and I, we sometimes argue about because uh, I am uh, presumptuous enough to think that uh, I know what's uh, what's right, perhaps, in for for other people sometimes as well. Uh, but I, I suppose they um, they take root in in my upbringing, you know, um, a very sort of I mean, very very free and creative uh, upbringing within the boundaries that were set, but there's there are very very uh, clear demarcations. Uh, of what was, what was acceptable and what wasn't. Um, and I had too much respect for my parents to ever anything but but, but just respect that that was for good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't out of fear. That was just out of pure respect. Um, and I think also that <laughs> this is something I've discovered later, but I'm pretty sure my dad is um, uh, undiagnosed Asperger's um, sufferer. That's probably not the right word, um, but um, I um, he's he's very heavily on the spectrum, and 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 when you grow up with somebody who's so rigid about uh, what is the right way, um, then I mean, it can't help but, uh, but, but rub off.
0: Did did religion play a role in that, or were, did you have a family that was atheistic, or?
2: Uh, I, I'd say I, I'm probably I'm probably more agnostic, uh, whereas my parents are, are atheists. And my mum grew up uh, very very Catholic and and was put on Valium for for angst and uh, anxiety when she was a, a kid because she was getting so much guilt from her sort of <laughs> uh, Catholic school. So very very um, open-minded, free-spirited. I'd almost say. Um, so yeah, it, it, somehow that's—I mean, I suppose in, in a certain sense that's slightly incongruous because those are values that you would uh, usually associate with, w- with a sort of some kind of more firm, maybe uh, religious kind of belief system, as you as you point out. And
0: what's the distinction that you make between atheist and agnostic?
2: Well, atheist in my ma- mind is a bit more sort of Richard Dawkins. Um, so There's just nothing. There is nothing and uh, you are a bit of an idiot to believe or, question, you know, leave the door open for, for anything else. Agnostic to me is just basically sort of um, you know, relatively undecided or um, basically not closing the door on anything. And And I would say, I mean, if we're going there, moving out here. Let's go there as as i mean it, it's it's it, it, i mean I, I this is why i'm a nim as well because i can i can say stuff and i don't have to worry about like embarrassing myself because sure. uh, i really don't have to give a fuck but <laughs> i i i cry very regularly regularly uh, i mean almost daily just through pu- purely being overwhelmed by my environment um I it's my wife and I we 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 tried for for eight years to have children in London never happened moved out here also partly to just like well we're free to do things that our kids with our friends with kids can't do fuck it let's just do what we want to do and then within a year it 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 happened and um we spent I mean there are all sorts of things leading up to it where I've where it felt very, very profound uh, to me here, Um, but we spent four days in hospital, came back, um, actually I should say, the night before, I heard the cuckoo uh, for the first time, and um, I was like, I I came back and, and told my wife, He's coming tonight. <laughs> I just heard the cuckoo. It's telling me he's he's just about there. And I know this sounds this sounds kind of silly, but there's just so many things that I, I just, you know, when you, I know you're a bit of a psychonaut as well. You you know when you have seen that one glimpse of profound universal truth. You, you must have had that on your on your trips. Absolutely. Where. It's it's like catching a butterfly, you know, you get, you get really close, you you, you have it in your hand and then it's gone, you know, you, you, and all you have left is the notion that the feeling of what you felt when you saw the entire universe makes sense in that split second. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel really regularly and particularly in this connection to nature that I, that I have. Yeah. And yeah, carry on.
0: I, I was just going to say I think they're so self-reinforcing each, you know, each other. And not that you mm-hmm. can't one have a reverence for the natural world absent, you know, a quintessential psychedelic experience, and of course you can have that experience without a reverence for the natural world, but I find they amplify each other so much. And you know, I don't I'm not brought to the point of tears regularly, but I'm definitely brought to the point of kind of paralysis when I'm in a, mm. a na- natural environment where I'm just looking out and just in kind of pure observation, pure, mm. you know, just letting it all soak in, not even analyzing very much. It's just, I- I'm seeing the colors. I'm seeing the, the the diversity. I'm smelling the air I'm smelling, you know, it, it just, it's, mm. it's just, it's just an all a sensation overload that mm. fills me up so much, you know, and mm. I, <clears throat> I want that more and more. And that's part of the reason why, because maybe perhaps similar to you, you know, when I was younger, I just wanted to make money and be in the thick of it all. So I went, mm-hmm. you know, when I graduated, I went right to Shanghai, one of the biggest cities mm-hmm. in the world. And I just wanted to mix it up there. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that was fun. And I loved the hustle and bustle. And, you know, I I probably went astray uh, further than I would have liked in mm-hmm. hindsight, just in terms of mm-hmm. getting wrapped up in everything. But, mm-hmm. um but, and i always i always had a reverence for the natural world i always liked being in it but not to the degree that continues to kind of well up inside of me now and i'm mm. sure that's been influenced at least in part by um you know the experience that you just alluded to the psychedelic experience mm. because it it mm. it does it allows you to see it from a different perspective and perhaps a more more truthful perspective and then as you reference as difficult that it, as it is to articulate and and kind of even bring your consciousness back to you there's this tiny little spider's thread between uh, you know seeing it all as you said mm-hmm. and you know your your singular point of awareness that you come back to when you're quote unquote sober and you that connection mm-hmm. is forever there and you know, you know you know it's there and you can sense it in a very diluted format perhaps but when you come mm-hmm. into these environments where you know i always say you know for me the church is the forest because it's just full yeah. of you know the natural unfolding world from moment to moment and yeah. it's um you know and i th- i think i've asked a few questions on twitter recently about kind of like what's your ideal day look like and what kind of environment mm-hmm. you want to be in because mm-hmm. it becomes or it has become so simple for me you know all i want is you know to spend time with you know mm-hmm. people for whom i want the best and who want the best for me and whose company i enjoy in a natural mm-hmm. environment i don't need fancy things i don't need you know all the doodads and whistles and you know mm-hmm. toys and stuff like that very very simple and um mm. and yeah i so i i think i'm pretty sure i know what you mean when you're mm. articulating you know kind of why you you like that environment that you found yourself mm. in so much and the effect it has on you
2: you know these you know these shitty sort of um late ni- mid 90s um kind of um uh, talk shows the jenny joneses and montel williams and whatever it feels a little bit like one of those reunion shows, you know, we, we as a species have become so incredibly disconnected from death, from life, uh, the way we have, um, existed for, for, for thousands of years. And, and as you say, that, 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 that spider web link that, that, that silver thread, um, or umbilical cord or whatever it's it's still there to uh, attach to mother nature and even the people that that, that don't think it's there oh I, they, I, absolutely they they realised it when when it when it hits them if they i mean I've, I've seen it happen with 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 family that you know are very much city folk um so it's 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 really really powerful and 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 uh so i was saying um that there's been so many examples of. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to argue for some kind of conscious uh, energy in nature or or, or, or anything. It, it's purely to um, kind of explain or articulate why my connection is so strong. As I said, sorry, I'm drinking beer and a, and a couple of whiskeys. So um, <laughs> that's the book. Um, I had the cuckoo the night before our, our our boy, who's called Forest, uh, because he was given to us by the forest. Uh, in, in essence, uh, it was a full moon. Like even the full moon wanted to light. You know, give it all, a hundred percent, to light his path. We were there in hospital for four days. We drive home. There's two fucking deer with a bunny next to it, sat in the field. I mean, they're not natural bedfellows in nature. They don't hang out together. Why the fuck were they there? Just came to pay their respects,
1: perhaps? Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like, you know? Came back and all of a sudden, all the hawthorns were white with blossom. All the dandelions were out. Like, he, he literally brought spring. I know mm. it's happened at the same time, whatever. There's lots of good reason, But um, it has meant that we we have fallen deep. Our root system has, has grown sort of deeper, and much more connected than it, than it already was with, with with our environment.
0: Yeah. You know, it's it, I think you could characterize much of the modern world by detachment. You know, we've become so detached from so many things, whether those are physical things like, you know, the natural world or from, you know, constructs like, you know, sense of responsibility or, you know, whatever other different kind of offshoots of that may be. And um you know, I, I, in, I always, my psychedelic journeys are always out in nature and mm. it's it's such a powerful reminder that, and like you said, I, I'm very hesitant to draw conclusions because some people get wrapped up mm. in this stuff and they start, you know, saying like, you know, I visited a past life or I connected with my ancestors and all that kind of stuff. And that may very well be the case, but mm. it's such an uncertain kind of soup of possibility that I I don't feel right ascribing any certainty to it. But what I can say with a pretty high degree of certainty is there is much more going on in the natural world than we, you know, typically give credit for. Perhaps a much more coherent form of intelligence than than we give credit for. And Mm -hmm. uh, we've become, as you say, you know, so... Detach from it that that has be you know for most of us that realization is is non-existent at all and mm-hmm. it's only when we are able to go back to that spend more time in that kind of listen observe um you know uh in heightened states of consciousness or normal that we mm-hmm. begin to kind of piece the, the the puzzle back together and i guess are reminded ultimately that you know there's this is a great mystery, and there's a lot mm-hmm. we don't know. And we certainly, for one, shouldn't take it for granted. But two, you know, probably stand to benefit by engaging in that mystery more, because you know I think uh, it has a lot to, a lot of benefit in doing so.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I I couldn't agree with you more. And, and I think you know, for somebody who's whose principle, uh I don't really. <laughs> I might be fairly black and white in 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 that area, but but I intellectually I don't often deal in absolutes. Um, I I did I did that for 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 years as uh, as my kind of uh, overly pious, overly woke, um, self indulgent um, up my own ass lefty. You know, um, I, I I I don't do that. I try very hard not to do more. Let me put it that way. Right. Um, and, um, and 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 being part of being part of letting Bitcoin in um, has has only done that more. Mm-hmm. It's 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 it's, incre- it's incredibly humbling. But but I still believe in. Um, what is the saying? Arguing, arguing like you're right and listening like you're wrong, or <laughs> strong, strong opinions, weakly held, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm completely open to having my mind changed, but, 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 um, you, can, you just form, form some conclusions until then. And in, in regards to the whole sort of um, psychedelia, I just love finding out that. The shorthand that I've developed uh, for how I view the world, in in, in my sort of daily uh, sober life, is much deeper and much richer. So I, I I think of it in the way that. Why is it that why is it that my, my son who's just turned two why is it he's absolutely amazed by everything in nature. And I really believe, from having done psychedelics, because I don't remember back to when I was two, but I think it's because we sort of grow disattached or used to the environment that we're finding ourselves in, things that we're observing on the daily. And we develop this sort of visual and intellectual shorthand for what we're experiencing. So rather than look at all the individual leaves on a tree, we look at the the texture of the bark, um, we are seeing a tree. Essentially, it, it's a big tree. It's shaped like this, it's shaped like that. But, but we're not seeing the rich depth of texture that you get to experience either as a child or when you strip back that shorthand with, with psychedelics. I don't know, is that something that resonates with you? Do you agree with that?
0: Well, before I answer, can you, can you articulate a bit more kind of what that shorthand is for you?
2: Well, in the, in in the visual sense, it's um, it's it's kind of going with the snapshot. If you, if if that makes sense, so you are quickly you're quickly registering that is. A tr- I use tree as an example. Um, um, that is uh, people interacting. That is. Um, Uh, a knitted woolen jumper or whatever you don't really see the texture you don't see the depth you don't see the the individual Mm -hmm. brush strokes i know Uh, and 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 the same thing intellectually there you know you you you, uh, bitcoin actually a bit like psychedelics has helped strip that back from me intellectually speaking there's so many things you kind of take for granted you, you're looking at the surface of something and you think that you recognize what's behind that um, but when you actually give yourself the opportunity and the time and and, and the sort of um, space of mind to really tear that apart and i suppose that comes back people that have really uh, apply first principles to things i believe they do this on the regular mm-hmm. where most people they are they, they're, ta- they're they're sort of taking the the standard yeah
0: the, the surface representation
2: quite right. yeah
0: yeah yeah I, I i totally agree and and i think for me I, what it comes back to me is always clarity and i guess clarity and, and truth Have a lot of overlap, and for me, I've—I don't know where it comes from, but I've always had such a—I've always prioritized truth so much, and and I guess you know you seek clarity because the assumption is is that it leads to a greater uh, approximation of the truth of a matter, right? If you Mm -hmm. can see things more clearly, then presumably you see all of its parts, and that gives you Mm -hmm. a a fuller idea of it in its entirety, and you know, I've always had such a, a reverence for truth. And that's why, you know, it's been, it's been hard for me to for, lie, for example, or or mm. be involved in,
1: mm.
0: in uh, things where I had to compromise uh, truth in any way, because I kind of always realized that, you know, a, a lie or a mistruth is you're, you're, you end up not perceiving reality, you're constructing mm. something else, and you're engaging yeah. with that construction, but you're not constructing with, Reality and I know that you know that that kind of statement could be uh, easily picked apart, but just to your point. I mean, I it's uh, it's Developing uh, Clarity in 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 kind of day-to-day perception is what it's all about for me You know, I want as clear a mind as possible and as mm-hmm. I guess informed a mind as possible So that at least for the things that I'm interested in you know Not the things that I I don't really care that much about But I want to see them as clearly as possible and as you say kind of in nature Rather than just walking through and being like, "Oh, yeah, there's a tree, or you know there's a bush or there's an animal, mm-hmm. you know I, I you kind of look deeper through it and you wonder how that whole system is working and interacting mm-hmm. and communicating and absorbing energy mm-hmm. and dispersing energy, and mm-hmm. you know all of this kind of stuff. And I, I, I just find it extremely fascinating. And as you say, you know with bitcoin, um, not only is there so much of that to do in Bitcoin itself, but Bitcoin has become this kind of lens that I can't remember what TV show or movie it was back in the day. But, you know, you're looking at the world and it looks normal and you put on the glasses and you kind of see the real world. And sure. um, and, and actually, this kind of ties into if we rewind 10 minutes where I was asking you about, you know, where does this sort of uh, conservative or uh, uh, plan for the future Or value set that you had and expressed throughout your life, where does it come from? And you kind of said, Mm -hmm. you know, family and upbringing and that kind of stuff. Um, You know, it seems like there's some kind of transcendent ethic or value set that is emerging through Bitcoin, and I I wonder if that's because Bitcoin itself is 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 bringing clarity to a lot of kind of our most fundamental assumptions and structures in society. Um, And that allows an underlying value or ethic to be more easily perceived in them. Or Mm. if it's something about Bitcoin itself, whether kind of the truth that it represents the functions that it performs, that is uh, emitting its own value and not a manifestation of seeing clarity in the external Mm. world. Have you given any thoughts? That's interesting.
2: It? Well, I mean, it's probably both. Right. Uh, I think it gives, I it's, mean, it's, 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 it's not something I've ever art- articulated before, before, I have to admit. But I think for, it's such a rich field. I mean, it just takes so much <sighs> on It takes so much digging, it takes so much thinking and uh, considering, you know, reconsidering everything you know, that I think it brings clarity to what may... in some ways it gives a peg to hang certain things that you've carried around that didn't have a place to hang before. I, I, I don't know if that, if that makes sense.
0: It does, but can I get you to expand on it a bit?
2: Yeah. So, for example, values that 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 I grew up with that in sort of modern society didn't really seem to have much of a place, or um, and. And you're, so, you're sort of wandering, wandering about with, with this sort of uh, code, uh, no pun intended, but this inbuilt code that you're wondering why it's part of you, you're wondering where it's leading to, you're wondering, I don't know, I, I, I didn't feel like I had really had an outlet forward, the only outlet I had was the future. Right. Um, again, that's, that, that's esoteric at best, uh, probably nonsensical as well. But if, it, it was, it was something that was, um, it was something that I was saving for later. I mean, the values and everything that came with the values. Just because and, they
0: did, they weren't congruent with the world
2: that you were perceiving in the, in, in the now, right? Is exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly that. Um, because in many ways, I think I have felt, um, and I think probably many Bitcoins have felt the same way, slightly sort of homeless and in in, um, in, in a in a philosophical sort of um, spiritual way. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that how can how can how can mathematics be uh, spiritual? But 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 it it has just so much of human behavior kind of baked into it uh, and probably not even you know just yeah i don't know if it's if it's by design but i think it's bringing out all these sort of dormant qualities in all of us sorry I'm, I'm sort of stumbling about trying to articulate what i'm what what i'm what i'm feeling That's but, okay. I, but, I, but i feel it's i feel it's given me and probably others this sort of Peg to 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 hang a proverbial hat on and kind of go this is home. Yeah, uh,
0: I I I agree. You know, and and that's the thing. That's kind of the genesis of the question and the thing that I I mull over a lot is why that is because I think that's absolutely hmm. correct. You know, it is that kind of nexus that you know uh, aligns with maybe these things we were feeling under the surface for a long time, or as you said, maybe. You know, you, you, you felt a truth of so many of these things and then out in the outer world, you didn't see, uh, it reflected or they weren't congruent with the outer world. And then Mm -hmm. this thing comes along and kind of pulls it all together. And again, to use the kind of the the clarity metaphor, it kind of, it, it brings to life all of those things. It gives them clarity. It, it, Mm -hmm. It shows how they're all connected and why, uh, they're valuable and why they're, um, perhaps why they're truthful. And mm. uh, and then you notice that other people are coming to very similar conclusions, uh, absent communicating with them, uh, mm. absent being from a similar background. Mm-hmm. And y- you wonder why that is, you know, mm. what is it about this thing that's having that effect? And I, I don't, I don't really have a good answer for it. You know, the, are you familiar with Jordan Peterson?
1: Mm.
2: I'm terrible with names.
0: So he um, he he's a Canadian author, um, right. psychotherapist, uh, but uh, both clinical psychotherapist and a professor at University of Toronto. Right. Rose to prominence, uh, I think, in 2016 because he was rejecting this legislation that was uh, basically going to criminalize the misuse of pronouns in in Canada. Um, and he, he he was vocally uh, against it he became a very controversial figure um, then mm. that kind of opened up the world to his you know his previous writings and what he was, had been saying and you know he had a message that resonated with um, a lot of people around the world probably more so towards kind of the, the young misguided male um, demographic although certainly lots of females as well and by misguided I don't mean you know Outcast or bad people just kind of a, a lot of people in the world today who are um, probably in situations that they know is not the situation that they want to be in, but there's a certain mm. degree of hopelessness, there's a certain degree mm. of frust- frustration, angst, uh, n- not knowing how to improve the situation you know th- those those sorts of people and, and there's a lot of uh, mm. of those sorts of people, and I think everyone can relate to that in some to some degree um, but anyways, one of the you know he he has been. Not criticized, but but the one thing that a lot of his followers don't really jive with is the fact that he. I'm not sure what his. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he 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 is an advocate and uh, possibly an adherent to uh, Christianity. Mm. And um, when when asked directly, like, "Are you religious?" he always kind of word. Sam, you know word soups his way out of it mm-hmm. and, and I you know, I shouldn't say that because it's a very articulate and thoughtful response I'm sure and if anything, I just aren't am not understanding what you know What he's saying the kind of mm-hmm. meaning of what his response is, but
1: cool.
0: I have heard him articulate before that The and he usually says Like if someone says do you believe in the man in the sky that created the universe and all these rules and sure. you know, he usually says he usually swerves on that question and just says, I believe there's value in what it represents and what it means. And I've heard him explain it before in an interesting way. And basically that and he's an evolutionary psychologist as well, and he, he, and I'll, I'll butcher the fuck out of this, but basically throughout all of human history, since humans became, you know, sentient aware beings, uh, we we behave, we interact, and we slowly come to understand what the most beneficial behaviors in aggregate are and what the least beneficial behaviors in aggregate are. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: as that develops and develops and develops and develops over time, we end up having this kind of transcendent ideal ethic Mm -hmm. and the exact opposite. So Mm -hmm. the, you know, God and the devil, as it were, heaven and hell, Mm -hmm. and like those those are manifestations of just the iterative process of evolutionary behavior telling us what behaviors kind of lead to good outcomes and which ones lead to bad outcomes. And these are are the stories and representations that we use Mm -hmm. to understand those, even if we don't tacitly understand where they come from. Mm -hmm. And um, so in that context, I mean, I've never been a religious person and I've always been fairly critical, although um, I've kind of moved past that a number of years ago. Not that I'm not still critical, but I just, I don't, it's not mm-hmm. worth my 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 mind space basically
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i you know I, that i can i can appreciate uh both that process and seeing that process as valuable and mm-hmm. i can also appreciate the risk of um arbitrarily and perhaps emotionally doing away with it as a society as mm-hmm. if it was just simply um, you know, a misguided fairy tale that people use to explain away the natural world that they cool. couldn't explain by other means. Anyhow, I'm, you know, I kind of wonder if we graph that process or a similar line of thinking onto Bitcoin, would that help us any in understanding why it's having the impact on people's behaviors and their values and their, their ways of thinking um, to, the, to the degree that it is? Um, I haven't gotten very far with that with that thinking, but I'm I'm wondering if there's a similar process underway.
2: I, I think you I think you're definitely onto something there, John. And this is something I, I've been writing this sort of uh, long form bit of writing, just mainly as an exercise and to articulate some ideas um, the last week or so. And there are certain things. Going back to my childhood, the boundaries that I that that I was talking about, um, within which I was entirely free to roam. Um, the another thing I you know we were talking about nature, looking up at the sky. I remember this as a as a, as a as a young kid, and it's something that still feels incredibly profound to me now. Um, looking up. And seeing the Milky Way on a particularly dark night. Standing in front of the ocean when um, we we have a house close to the uh, well, 100 metres from from the ocean in in England. Standing on the beach when the wind is really fucking roaring. Um, Lying down in front of whatever awesome power it is. Or,
1: you
2: know, standing in front of whatever awesome power humbles you and keeps you kind of shows you where your place is and I and I often this sounds really really Victorian and conservative but I reckon partly why I was such a incredible I had such an incredibly happy childhood was of course because I had loving parents but it's because I knew where my place was when you know where your place is I mean, my dogs, they're their safest places in their little corner under the stairs or in the corner under a table or something. You know, when you know where your place is, you have a certain sort of foundational security. And I think it's a sort of humility that we've lost as a society. You know that 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 ties in with, with with the with the loss of connection to to, to nature, what we're eating, to to death. Uh, I mean, how can you how can you how can you appreciate life if you if you have no relationship to death? Um, and so I think Bitcoin operates in a very very similar you know way to and, and and lots of people talk about being humbled by Bitcoin, and obviously part of that is being humbled by the incredible minds that are in Bitcoin. I, I've been a I've been a voyeur a, a bit, for, for a long time on Twitter because there there are so many uh, more gifted people, uh, sort of intellectually speaking. Um, that I don't know, but 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 it's more than that. It's it's this entire, and I love Brand, Brandon Quittens. Uh, I know you've had him on, and I listened to his pod with with Brady as well. This 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 sort of profound and wide-reaching network that my mycology and Bitcoin sort of uh, reflect uh, in each other. If, if, if that's a way to say something. Sorry, after a few beers, my uh, linguistic skills is slightly uh, <laughs> uh, go by the wayside. Um, so I, I, I feel Bitcoin has that same awesome profound power but we're still trying to define i mean christianity they, they 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 have had a couple thousand years to kind of define it and i think that's what's ruined religion in in many ways i feel like a religious person with how i feel connected to my entire world and to death and to my ancestors and to I spend an awful lot, lot of time thinking about um, sort of lineage, and uh, maybe this is something for another time. But, but, but the legacy I'm leaving as well uh, in, in in many in, in many different aspects of of my life.
0: Um, Care to explain, explore? I mean, well, I got well, I got the, I got the, got, all the time but, in the
2: world. <laughs> yeah, let me let me take the computer and sit outside because it's fucking hot in here. And, My brain is melting. and (laughs) that was my headphones, not the power. Um, What, expand on the legacy part?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you said it may be a thing for another time, but I just mean if you, you know, why is that something (laughs) that you, you think about and why is it important to think about for you?
2: Well, I don't know, it's the honest answer. <laughs> it's something that I'm still, still trying to define. I mean, a large part of that is becoming a parent. And I was planning on, on, on doing some work after we moved out here, but I just, I'm dedicating my, 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 my life to, to, to my son, certainly at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that has made me think of all the things I want to leave him. And one of the things I know I'm leaving him is, is what a healthy, loving relationship looks like, uh, which is something that too many people are not afforded these days. Um, legacy of living in nature. I mean, I th- for, for me personally, um, uh, a big part or probably the biggest part of of, of this on, on confidence that I generally have in life is that my parents, both of them gave me lots of tiny little successes in life. Um, developing different skills, uh, speaking different languages from birth, uh, well, not from birth, obviously, but <laughs> from, from very young. Um, and, um, and And so that's something I'm trying to carry forward, so I, I I try to let my trust in my son be his learning basically by, tr- by by me trusting him, he learns, and by him learning, he becomes confident. um so he you know he's he's just turned two, and he's swimming around in the pool now on his own with with his little armbands on, which i now every parent thinks is impressed by by their own kids but for somebody who's just turned two i think that's pretty good cool. pretty good this winter when he was a year and a half you know he was he's hes lighting fires we build a fire together he knows how to build a fire now kindling yeah. first larger wood he knows how to he, he knows how to light the matches lighting a fire he's burnt himself a few times so a legacy of love a legacy of skill a legacy of don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks a legacy of independence, self self-sovereign, sovereignty, whatever, self sufficiency. Uh, a legacy of Bitcoin. A legacy, hopefully, of of, of being a you know of pioneering. Uh, being amongst the first to leave leave the city and, and and set up something new, reversing a trend that has been existing since uh, industrialization, uh, which I think is going to happen. Um, and 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 certainly, Bitcoin very much plays into that.
0: And what a just tremendous, yeah, uh, you, from your perspective, gift, and from his perspective, just you know, good fortune, to, you know, have a parent who's so conscious of all of these things, and who's, you know, taken their life experiences and the things that they've learned and the values that they've kind of solidified over a lifetime and is doing their best to synthesize that into an approach to bringing a new human being into the world. I mean, because as you say, so many, I mean, it's it's kind of epidemic to global culture today, not to say that there aren't great parents and there aren't a lot of good upbringings, but I feel like even the best ones, they, they're, they're, they certainly are still wanting, you know, they're still lacking, I believe. Now, mm-hmm. you, you, you could easily say that, you know, the world is – a crazy place and living life isn't easy and there's stress and there's this and that and so the most important thing is just to show love and support even if you can't mm-hmm. show it in every other domain mm-hmm. and that should be enough of a like a seed to implant in a in a young human being that they can kind of use that as a compass as, as they go through life and that should be mm-hmm. you know enough to to feed them as it were and to orient themselves but to add on to that everything that you just articulated and Uh, to expose them to it at such a young age so it becomes so ingrained is like is the greatest gift and I think you know one of the issues that we're seeing in the world today is uh, you know a, a, a pretty substantial lack of that and if you don't get that then I think it's far easier to fall down that trail of you know whether it's selfishness nihilism hopelessness you know we were talking about having a tether to, to, to things and you know, mm-hmm. whether that's religion or whether that's some other value set or a spirituality or something. And, you know, look around in, in the world today, it's almost as if the goal is to tear down everything, you know, because people mm-hmm. who p- people who have no real tether, despite what they may say, you know, despite sure. what they may espouse in terms of a philosophy or whatever, but people who have no genuine real tether, it's one of the kind of uh, out, you know, offshoots, or one of the behaviors that manifests from that seems to be just, you know, tear it all down uh, mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter anyways. I'm not connected to anything, and um, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I can't see that having anything other than disastrous consequences. And I think you know history would probably uh, confirm that. And mm-hmm. the fact that um, for so many of us, possibly that Bitcoin has become a type of of tether, and just to rewind it a few minutes, to some kind of as yet undefined, as yet unclear, um, transcendent ethic or set of values, or at least a, uh, an, an ability to clearly see perhaps some natural values that are out in the world just waiting to be uh, discovered or uncovered, uh, is, so I think from a kind of a civilizational point of view, not only needed, but so incredibly, uh, valuable. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, you know, that for that reason and for what you're doing, you know, precise, you know, specifically with your son, I mean, I can't imagine, uh, what kind of a leg up
2: that's going to give him. Oh, man, I'm I'm bound to fuck him up in some some ways. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you when you think when you think as intensely, you thought you did things, it just right, and then you <laughs> fucked it up. Oh no! But you know, everyone is going to end up going through periods where they right. where, where they can't where they can't stand their parents, or where they need a break, or, sure. or I I'm not I'm not kidding myself, you know, in thinking that that uh, that that's not going to happen uh, here. But until that happens. And by then, I I fully expect that he is going to be, you know, he's going to be responsible for himself, and and he's going to need to get over whatever shit I've given him, yeah. Uh, because I've given him enough tools to get out of that, uh, you know. Then at that point, uh, the responsibility will be on him on him as well. But until we get to that point, I'm going to fill his bag full of as many tools and and and, and positive. Uh, uh, skills uh, as at all possible i mean and 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 i hope um, if I do nothing else in life that that would be uh, that would be enough yeah but but back, back to this sort of nihilism of 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 society i mean i couldn 't agree more i mean if, if people feel and this is all i mean all roads lead to bitcoin all roads lead to uh, this um, sort of insidious, um <sighs> kind of almost crimin- criminal inflationary monetary policy you know i mean there's no doubt in my mind that that has been uh the mid- the-, the main uh reason for the destruction of the family unit uh people having to to to, to work incredibly long hours all of a sudden two parents have to work um uh, there- there's way too much to unpack there but sure, but sure you know i mean it, and 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 what we're seeing now i mean from from and we all go through those phases to a certain extent but um you know from from severe lack of self respect in people um, whether that be through uh, various dependencies um, crazy promiscuity uh, violence um I don't know how it is in Canada, but but suddenly living in England, I, there's such an undercurrent of of, of aggression and 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 um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: built from frustration, I'm sure. Um, and and it's all just because people lack purpose, uh, in 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 my view. And Bitcoin, once you once you grok, not Bitcoin, because that takes too long and that's too complex and. I think most of us would still recognize that we haven't got bitcoin as such, but once you capture or, or sort of uh, yeah once you once you get the essence of bitcoin once you once you get that sort of gut feeling of what it is and what it's about, what it's going to do, it gives and I already felt like I had purpose mm-hmm. But I have this, and coupled with, with with having a child, of course. But I have this profound purpose that I've never that I that I don't ever remember having before in my life.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is, by the way, the birds in the background are amazing. But I think part of it <laughs> is, you know, it's that your purpose means something now, or that it can. Mm. You know, mm. like I think a lot of people, you know, we even you have a good upbringing. And you come out into the world and you're kind of optimistic and you're ambitious and you have purpose and you have, you know, certain things to provide you meaning. And, and this doesn't apply to everybody, but you know, some people will have all that and then the world will, you know, spank them a bit, will shoot them down a bit, but they'll maintain it. They'll maintain it. And it's almost like the more you learn, the more, uh, you know, disheartened you become and your purpose gets watered down or, or it gets to the point where like, well, who cares about it anyways because you know, I just I, it, it can't manifest in this world or the struggle It's or the, the hurdles are too insurmountable or whatever And I know part of that is like well who gives a fuck man? Just keep going, you know, like mm-hmm. why let anything get in your way and I'm I'm, uh, I respect that attitude mm-hmm. but you know, it's Some of the things I mean, I, I respect it and it, there's always going to be value in that attitude, but if we have the opportunity to make it so that that attitude is can be you know even more effective, i.e., in a landscape where purpose isn't meaningless, in a landscape where it's it is more easy to act on that purpose, where there is less hurdles, then why mm-hmm. not strive for that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Quite right. yeah, and uh, so I think that's that's a a big part of it is that uh, people just kind of get uh, the the more they learn, the more they get shut down, and then you come to Bitcoin, and the more you learn about it, the more The world begins to expand again. The more Mm. possibility you begin to see, the more those hurdles begin to be seen as not absolute, but relative or temporary, and that they Mm. can, things can be made to change those. And I think that's why you know, not everyone that's into Bitcoin does anything for Bitcoin, but you, you know, whether you, know, maybe you just become so compelled that, you know, you're on Twitter all the time, mixing it up and, and fair play, mm. because it's so early days in this thing. It's mm-hmm. so early days mm-hmm. that, you know, much of this is, is yet to be written. We don't know. Yeah. We're kind of being pulled in by the tornado and mm-hmm. it's having certain effects on us. And some people do this and some people do that. And we don't really, you know, Again, yeah, compel, com, uh, compulsion really is the word, at least for me and I think for many people, because it's like you can't help but do something, you know, mm-hmm. to to support, to amplify, to engage. And, uh, you, you know, it's not super clear why or what the goal is, what the trajectory is or what the plan is. You just know that there's something really, really valuable here. And it's deserving of your most genuine uh Effort, intention, and
2: uh, engagement. Quite right. Yeah, man. I mean, when when you when you think about it, it it, it is just awesome in in, in the true <laughs> se- in, in the true sense of the word. It's, I mean, in, it, it's it is really mind boggling, and and I'm sure. I mean, yeah. So, so tell me a bit about you, then, Don, because obviously you, you've you've led a. a, a um, I gather. A successful professional career um, but I also gather that you haven't been doing that for a while now so is that Bitcoin that changed that in you what um or was it sort of a coming together of your of your situation at the time with 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 Bitcoin or, or um, probably, how, has, how has it changed you yeah I mean probably
0: the latter am I you know I, I've I have, have always been extremely curious, right? And that just mm. one of the, one of the outcomes of, of being that way is that I tend to engage in something, you know, learn about it, go fairly deep, and then maybe even try it on for size for a while. And if I don't like it, I stop and move on to something else. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started, you know, my career in finance and in wealth management, that was what I was doing in Shanghai. And then really didn't like that. Didn't like the people, didn't like the work, didn't like, you know, just it wasn't genuine. It wasn't honest. It wasn't mm-hmm. uh, any of those things that I valued. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've always been into health and wellness. And so I thought, you know, I'd go back to school. I did a degree, a three-year program in naturopathic medicine. And then I, I went back to Shanghai and, and practiced that for two, three years. And um, that, I think, you know, the my my sense of it was a little bit more determined by where i was but long story short didn't like the clinic where i was at you know didn't like the owners far too look i i'm by no means anti-capitalist or anti-money or business mm-hmm. but they they're just far too greedy for what you know for what the service uh was right and i i just felt that you know look to each their own i i was in the wrong place not them they you know they sure. they wanted to make a certain amount of money at the service they were providing they a bad fit. Yeah, exactly. Bad fit, and um, but I really, really did not like it. And so when I, I left in uh, in spring 2018, and I just thought, you know, I'll I'll take off for a while. I went down to Thailand. Um, I I'd been going down there often from Shanghai whenever there's a long weekend or a holiday, just to, uh, you know, my my notion of recharging the batteries as I go down. I, you know, do Muay Thai for a few hours and then I go to a beautiful river. Have you ever been to Chiang Mai in Thailand? No. I haven't. So north of Chiang Mai, multiple waterfalls and just you can go swimming and then you can hang out on a rock in the sun and just listen to the forest and the jungle and everything. And, you know, just absolutely mm-hmm. perfect. Um, and so I do that for a number of days. And I I, I did that for two weeks after I left Shanghai. Um Met a went down to Phuket uh, to do to, to go to another gym that I've been wanting to go to. Ended up meeting a girl on the beach, and uh, I left. But that that relationship kind of kept going. I bought a motorhome, uh, drove around Europe for a few months. But oh, yeah, intention- I
2: remember you saying that, yeah,
0: yeah, I just wanted to, yeah. you know, I thought it would be fun uh, to see people and go to places I hadn't been, and then just uh, the interesting people I, I saw along the way. I'd sit down for a chat not not dissimilar to this one with them and uh, so that's what i did and then when i uh, when i finished that up i just decided to go back to thailand and see you know where that relationship was going and it's not a hard sell to go back to thailand anyway <laughs> but um, so i did that for for 19 and then i came back for christmas this year um and basically got stuck here because of uh because of covid so, you know, to, to, I, I know what you're getting at with the question. And to answer your question, you know, I kind of am still in that um, post, you know, working at the clinic sort of phase. And like I said, I there's many things that I feel like I could do, you know, in terms of going back into a, a nine to five sort of thing. But um, I don't really want to. You know, this is such a. It's almost like I, if we're right about this and that's the big if. Um, and when I say that, just, you know, I I don't want to be overly hubristic, but I want to, I want to balance that by saying by the, on the off, or I'm willing to go down with the ship for the sake of trying it just to, if we're right. Um, Mm -hmm. but if we are right about it, then we're at this just incredibly unique moment in history. And I, I can't, you know, how could you not want to be? It's on a front true. on a front row seat for it, because it is, I mean, I, I don't know what to compare it to in terms of historical events, but perhaps there's no comparison. And it's, it's, you know, once you take that orange pill, it's really hard to go back to any semblance of a normal life where other things mattered and, you know, you spent most of your time doing other things and interacting with other people. I mean, and I know most of us feel this. I mean, everyone, every other day on Twitter, people are saying like, I'm having a really hard time now, you know, socializing in the, the ways that I used to in the past, sure, sure, because, sure. you know, the, the, yeah. the topics of conversation and the nature of the discourse and all that kind of stuff. You know, I just want to I, I basically want to interact with those people that I, I know on Twitter and have those conversations. And so so that's I don't know if that answers your question, but that's 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 where I'm at.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose it answers answers part of it. I, I was just, you know, I was curious to how in the it, relationship how it, to Bitcoin. Yeah, and how it, how it how it had and how it was changing you. Um, but I, I suppose it well, sounded quick- like you were already going through a, 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 some sort of a process of change already because you knew. I mean, you come across as somebody who knows what you are about or so, certainly knows what you're not about and um, made possibly difficult decisions to get to the right situation. Yeah, yeah I think that's already. right.
0: The- the quick answer is just, um, you know, a lot of the the more common behavior change aspects of Bitcoin that are often talked about, like for, the, for my whole life, perhaps similar to you, you know, because for some, the change in values and behavior is dramatic, right? As mm-hmm. a result of being involved in Bitcoin. And for others, many of them were were already present and maybe they have just been amplified or refined in some way. And that's the case with me. But w- in terms of kind of the trajectory of things for me, the further I went down the rabbit hole, and the further I understood it, the I guess the more pressure it put on me to come, you know, to compel a different sort of action. So, in terms of daily life behaviors, you know, taking care of your body, valuing relationships, you know, spending time in nature, trying to understand things as well as you can, whatever these things are, a lot of those are kind of unchanged, but the kind of the compulsion to. Um, to engage more that's definitely uh, been amplified as i understand this thing more and and as i said you know once you get to the point where you think there's a real good chance that this is a once in a several thousand year sort of civilization level event how yeah. how can you how can you withdraw
2: how can you step back you know yeah. so yeah um, it, it's it's absolutely mad and, and and what i find the most mad is that I've I've tried to I've I've tried to fucking stress test test uh, stress test it as much as I mean everyone I'm sure every Bitcoiner has I mean other, otherwise you're not really as intellectually honest as you or or, or inquisitive as you should be right and so I I and, I and I have a friend who is um who is a senior management risk assessor for 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 a major bank in 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 the city of London and uh, every time he comes out here to to his summer house. For the last few years after discovering bitcoin, I am just i'm inviting him to tear me a new one. You know, <laughs> I want him to rip me apart. I want him to show me where we are wrong, and three and a half years later, he is now a bitcoiner. <laughs> do you know what I mean like he is as conservative as they fucking come yeah he that's his job, his job is to. Is to to find the tiny little, um, tiny little uh, leak uh, in, in in the in the dinghy in the in the rescue boat, um, in this case at least that is Bitcoin and 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 it, he's he hasn't been able to, um, and I mean that and and many other things leads me to just feel like, and again let's not be hubristic about it, but it, I have this impending feeling of inevitability <laughs> particularly against the backdrop uh you know social financial excuse me cultural backdrop that we have now yeah i mean people they need i mean regardless of the financial side of things people they need a tether but back to feeling humility and knowing your place under under a, a, a big open sky at night Mm-hmm. People they need the fucking North Star. There is absolutely no North Star. I mean, yes, for people that have religion, they possibly they still have a tether, they still have an anchor that that they can cling to in this sort of. And I think religion is kind of built for it. It's for these certain, you know, these sort of times. Mm-hmm. I'm not at all a subscriber of organized religion. Um, I, I want to point out, but aside from the financial. Aspect people they need something to cling on to like a, a purpose and a different way of life a different value set that I think is dormant in most people but they they are forgotten they 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 that voice um, I mean I know so many people I've always operated on gut feeling and I I find that most curious people are also people that operate on gut feeling mm. and they're also people that are intrinsically lucky. I've always considered myself one lucky bastard, um, but if you're not, if you, if you don't have your eyes open, if you're if you're not willing to, um, um, to 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 sort of like look behind the door that's ajar, then you then you then you're not going to find luck. You need curiosity to, to, to find luck, and and I think so many people they have they have lost that um, gut feeling the curiosity because as you pointed to earlier what's the point Mm -hmm. i mean what's what's the purpose what's is there any sort of sign of 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 anything better down the line Um, and in a lot of cases it's probably no
0: yeah and that's such a dangerous place for a, a society to be right to have have to have that kind of outlook and i you know again we're seeing a lot of manifestations of that around the world today and it's being misdiagnosed everywhere except for you know
1: Twitter, I, I hate
0: huh? to say it but us in the I bitcoin know. space um I know. and uh, you know it's it's until the the root causes are realized and until um true solutions are engaged. And we're probably continue to see more of that. And I, you know, I think that's probably happened on a cyclical basis throughout history. And it always kind of goes down the same way. But as you say, if you don't have the curiosity to truly understand, if you're just going to be guided by emotion, impulse, borrowed ideology from whoever the fuck you get it from, then you're, you're never going to look for true solutions. You will always wind up engaging things that, you know, at best, are, are token temporary piecemeal solutions, but certainly not things that, that are going to fix things um, on a broader scale. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned, and I always do this because I know there's a lot of people that listen that are not necessarily hardened Bitcoiners. And mm. I I want them to know that I I understand I sound hubristic. I understand that I sound as though I'm approaching this uh, as if it's inevitable. And I understand the dangers in that. But, you know, I, I've come to the conclusion, if, if this thing, as I said before, if, if it represents what I believe it represents, and, it, and, and if, you know, all of the things we think it is and more are true, then I think it's worth having the attitude of going down with the ship, right? And if that, is, and if that is your attitude, then why not engage in it and act as if it's inevitable? Because that will just give you—you you, that will unleash your full everything to put into it. I'm not going to equivocate. I'm not going to you know balance everything out. I'm just saying no, because I'm willing to go down with the ship. I'm going to act as if this is inevitable, inevitable, and give it everything. And yes, I know that will draw certain criticisms, and some people may think it's it's a certain degree of irresponsibility, but. It's almost like the unavoidable approach. If you actually think, or if you if, if you think the effort of trying to bring it about is worth going down for, then you kind of. I think that's the only approach that 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 uh, emerges.
2: It's the only approach. It's the only approach worth having to anything worth having. Right, <laughs> right. I get you. I get you. I mean, you know, I, I, I everyone who marries, who they, you know. The, the, who they think is the love of their life runs a slight. No matter how certain they are, runs a risk that they might suck somebody else's dick in a toilet somewhere. You know, what <laughs> I, mean? I mean, you there, there is always a risk of looking like a fool, no right. matter how certain you are. But 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 if you're not willing to take that risk, then I mean, yeah. Then 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 what will you ever gain?
0: Well, and also, if you if in that in the scenario that you just painted. You run a greater risk of it failing if you don't go all in. You know, like if you yes. don't commit the full amount of love, the full amount of commitment, the full amount of passion, whatever, 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 mm-hmm. then you you create more doorways for that you know negative outcome to happen because you the, the the scales are less in favor of the good outcome because you're you know you're putting less into it. So I think mm-hmm. the only way is to is basically ride or die. You know, <laughs> put put everything Absolutely. into it
2: and uh, and. and- any every every little doubt is a perforation in your life in your life raft. Right. You know, the, right. That's yeah. Yeah. The more the more doubts you have, the more the more of a the more you give your chance to self yourself of sinking. Yeah, and this um, is why you
0: know in so many uh, schools of philosophy or strategy or wargaming, whatever, it's a burn the boats thing. It's a yeah. it's a you know. You, don't let the doubt sink in. Take away the safety net, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. and and I know this. You know, again, to those people that aren't uh, as uh, as into this in URI, it seems somewhat crazy. But I mean, just purely from a strategic point of view, I mean, if you if you know a big challenge is in front of you, and if you really believe in the desired outcome, then that's like that's the way to get the maximum effort. Right, is to act as though there's no other choice.
2: I 100 percent agree. But, but as you also um, alluded to, it's it's a very it's a very sort of uh, tricky ground to tread. Let's say um, the current, the current sort of Black Lives Matter movement, uh, without getting into specifics, because it is really uh, complex and nuanced and uh, very, very emotional for, for, for lots of people.
1: Yeah,
2: I ultimately think, you know, whether it's environmental um, sort of demonstrations or riots. Um, these that I've just mentioned, uh, and and all sorts of other unrest, uh, is rooted in this monetary policy that has been ha- happening. Um, not not just for not not just for the not just for for the last forty years, or whatever it is since seventy one, but 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 since Bretton Woods, since since forty four. Uh, I mean, because u- ultimately we have been inflating our money, monetary supply via the uh, money multiplier as, since then and and you know uh, keep on changing the reserve uh, criteria etc and I, I i i'm i'm 100% convinced that that is the case however i mean I, i'm just a fucking pleb living in the forest uh, you know I'm, I'm i'm essentially a woodsman now I mean, who who am i who am i to 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 doubt all these sort of um great academic minds but 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 that is really dangerous i mean i have like you i'm sure um lots of black friends who are not bitcoiners where this would be a really really sensitive and dangerous in a sense uh subject to broach um my mother-in-law as this is a live stream, I'm sure I will dox myself too hard. But she's the she's the pro director of one of the biggest um, um, economics universities in in, in in the world. Sort of, um, you know, uh, yeah, right up there. Talking about these sort of things with her, I mean, I I, I can I, I can. She's she's a very gracious, lovely woman. A deer has been spotted. I just found a deer cranium on there with antlers on my walk today, by the way. I was rather chuffed with that. It's gone into my skull collection. <laughs> uh, um, but, I mean, uh, she's very gracious and she's a lovely woman, So, but I can see in her eyes she thinks, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to think that you know uh, better than all these very very educated uh intelligent people but 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 as i see it a they are married to the system they're funded by the system mm-hmm. and also most of these sort of um multi-phd um uh, professors and academics and what have you they they, they are this they have specialized in such a narrow slice of the macro that why? What, what? Why should they know any? You know, obviously there are things that they will have forgotten that I will never know. Um, but um, I don't know,
0: dude i i know exactly what you mean and when even when you're saying that you know she's looking at you not saying it being gracious but you can see behind Mm. her eyes she's saying listen Mm. pal i've spent my whole life studying these things i know how Mm. this shit really works what the hell do you think you know you fucking play the guitar and you don't know a goddamn thing about this shit right (laughs) but you know i'm i'm thinking in your mind you should be thinking i'm a free individual i'm a, a free sovereign individual i know what's important to me i know what fills me up i know the things from which i derive meaning i've protected myself and my family i've constructed the life that i want you know i'm i've i'm aware of my dependencies and reducing them to the extent that i, I desire to i'm you know nobody's slave i'm that 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 and like mm. If you want to throw down and put it down on paper, like which which one looks better? And I'm not disparaging your mother-in-law no, at no. all, but no. you know, in these circumstances, like you know, Nuriel Rubini, that fucking dumbass, you know, he he can get up <laughs> and say like I'm a professor at New York University, and you know, yeah. I called the 2007 blah blah blah. Yeah, it's like well, let's you know, you get you know so much from people by having an open discussion with them, and in fact, many times the ability for someone to have an open discussion for you to sense that they're actually being open and genuine is a yeah, massive yeah. It tells you so much about the person. And then just on top of that, the content of what they're saying tells you even more. And, you know, you could with, with these people, you'll, I'm sure you'll tell within 10 minutes of talking to them, you know, how much they depend on their credentials for their sense of, uh, status or for their uh, self-assuredness and and how much uh, you know they depend on a system in which they have no control to support themselves you know and all these different things so I, I have come across many of the same people that you're describing and I I feel nothing I, I don't yeah. I don't feel like they've belittled me in any way I don't feel uh, angry towards them if if anything I I feel like and again you know this may sound arrogant but I feel like you could, they're kind of living uh, in a world with less clarity, less uh, mm. apprehension of truth, and mm. um, I, I, you know, and even if I'm wrong in that assessment, <clears throat> I'm I'm still okay. You know, they don't uh, they don't have any sort of power over me. I guess is what yeah. I'm trying
1: to say.
2: And I and percent 100 agree. I mean, they it 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 doesn't affect my my, my confidence, um, my my purpose or my belief in any way at all in, in in fact it probably adds another layer to my armor because 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 i i i don't expect people of this sort of legacy um uh world to 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 get it and um
0: right. well it's that upton sinclair uh, quote right you can't expect a man to understand something when his paycheck is, is pretty it depends on him not understanding it exactly
2: and then you i mean all you have to look you have you just have to dig into i mean if you're talking about this this organization in particular and others like it you only have to dig into the sort of structure to see that okay so the the, the absolute head honcho is ex central bank ex bank <laughs> right. of england do you know what i mean i mean yeah th- th- there, th- there is there is a very sort of suspicious kind of trail of breadcrumbs um of course of course they have company line mm-hmm. and and but but i don't I, I i don't for a second doubt that they believe it fully right you know i I'm, I'm i'm and that's why i think that there's such an impasse between that world the old world and and the new world
0: i think they've just played to their incentives so long that it's it's become Second nature. I mean, they're, as as is often said, we're no greater than our incentives. And again, yes. you could you could challenge that a little bit, but you know, for most people, I think you know they've been in that structure for so long, they've been incentivized to see things a certain way. Mm-hmm. That um, and they're not bad people. They're not certainly not stupid people. They're just they're incentivized to see one, uh, you know, to look right and not look left, effectively. And Uh, And I don't mean on the political sphere. I just mean having it looking at a different perspective and and perhaps ignoring other perspectives. But on the, um, you know, uh, in addition to all that, if those people, when I encounter those people and because so often they're insincere. Right. If we start talking about uh, Bitcoin, they're very dismissive. They're insincere. They appeal to their own authority or the authority of others. Mm -hmm. And we, we just can't have. A, an intellectual discussion on that basis because they're not engaging in good faith. But if they, you know, genuinely disagree and they're educated and they, they, I can tell they want to engage in good faith, then I'm the first to be like, let's fucking go. Let's like, let's throw down, as you said at the beginning <laughs> of this discussion, like strong opinions loosely held. I like, I'm not in this trying to protect any opinion I have. I'm actually in this again, as you said a bit earlier about the,
2: uncover more.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, let's test it even further because yeah. if we get, if I engage in this, you know, uh, genuinely, and I find holes, then I want to be aware of those because they will form the basis of how I'm thinking about this thing. And I don't give a fuck about anything other than the truth of this matter. Because yeah. if I'm going to give my life to this thing, if I'm going to give all this time and attention and resources to it, I want to fucking know that it's the real deal. And if it's not, then I'll I'll change my mind. So I love it when I come across people that are re- really willing to throw down. But, you know, what you end up finding pretty quickly is that very few people, one, engage in good faith, and even fewer people have the ability to uh, to really throw down. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I've spoken to some, you know, highly credentialed legacy people and that kind of stuff. And I always just find their arguments are incredibly weak. And, and you know,
2: so. I agree. What I hear a lot from academics, because, um, because, because, because. I have a fair few academics in in family and friend circles. The answer to an argument that they can't sort of um, back up much sort of intellectually is to say there's some very good research to show that it is this way that means fuck all to me there's research that shows all sorts of things in all sorts of areas and conflicting research whatever you know look at ansel keys and 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 the the scientific research that right. he absolutely fucked the dietary you know the n- nutritional sort of um world um the world of of of, of
1: um yeah oh, the wrong. world of
2: health and nutrition with since since the 50s So whenever 50, early 50s wasn't it ansel keys no, i believe so yeah and, and And that sort of thing happens now as well and um that that doesn't mean jack shit to me as I know it doesn't to you it's such a it's such a peculiar thing
0: that i there's so many things about this space that you know, make me chuckle or that I really like, and one of them is um just the the varied and the types of characters that, you know, kind of form the basis of at least the overt aspect of this space, you know, because of Mm -hmm. course there's a lot of extremely intelligent, um, dedicated uh, Bitcoiners that just aren't public figures and that's absolutely fine. But, you know, you you just look across the spectrum and just take a a random sample of of non and non people on Bitcoin, Twitter or something. And, you know, they're all so different and they all Mm -hmm. look different. They don't conform. well. As, as we said earlier, people, behaviors are starting to kind of coalesce, but the, you know, mm-hmm. they come from all different places and they are different sorts of characters. And they're not the type of people you expect necessarily to be at the helm of a, a monetary earth shattering revolution. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not, we don't have really a, a precedent for, you know, in, in our minds and the history books we read, like the revolutionaries maybe look a certain way, you know, and they, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just find it peculiar. There's so many interesting characters in the space.
2: It is fascinating, because as you say, it's a, a really wide range of backgrounds, but but, but that's why I feel like, um, and I think we were sort of hinting at this earlier, what, what seems to tie many of us together, at least, I wouldn't say all, but there seems to be a real shared value set. And I'm not saying across the whole range of the values you can hold, but, but, but but for for many people there, there there seems to be shared ideals when it comes to um, family um, honesty desire to change the world, although one could say that um some of these things could also be found in um, sort of groups of legacy um Legacy-based individuals, but I, I don't know that there, there really seems to be a um, character traits and and values in common,
1: yeah, or maybe um, those
2: those are just the people that I sort of uh, gravitate towards on on, on on Bitcoin Twitter or could Bit- be that.
0: Like. It could be that. and it could and it could be you know self-selecting for a certain subject matter, and you know people with certain existing traits that gravitate to it more uh, more easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's it's probably a mix of all, and and it, it makes sense, right? Because if if this thing that we're all dancing around is going to be the primary mechanism for you know human interaction in the future, you know that's what that's what money is as a primary mm-hmm. organizing mechanism for hu- human eco- economic interaction, that's either so. with oneself or with one other others, and you know the the money goes a long way in dictating. You know what behaviors are either permitted or prohibited um, if we hark if we kind of go back to the religious comparison why was there so much conflict amongst religions and even sex within the same religion and that kind of stuff is because I think people realize um, how fundamental this thing was at uh, guiding behavior and mm-hmm. and how fundamental it was at uh, facilitating <clears throat> um, and promoting or on the flip side stifling Cooperation amongst people, and so you know, it became a a hot, you know, contentious topic when when that kind of core um, guiding principles or values were were changed, because it Hmm. it would mean it would have material effects for interaction and cooperation and that kind of stuff. And you know, I, I think one Bitcoin Twitter, there's lots of you know, kind of spats on the periphery. Nothing in particular involved with necessarily involved with you know the bitcoin protocol itself but there's all these discussions that go on about diet and politics and guns Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. blah 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 and i think that is to be expected and is ultimately good because Mm -hmm. i think we're 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 hashing out what kind of values um this thing is is inspiring and perhaps we're doing that at least in part so that over time we kind of we are more able to leverage the power of that protocol to facilitate better forms of cooperation, interaction between us. Uh, we're amplifying it with a, a, a social value layer of interaction, not just um, the behavior permissions that the protocol itself allows for. I,
2: I I think, I think that's absolutely spot on. And I, I also think that, the reason um, for that is that so many of us, and I'm speaking as a as a as a recovering metropolitan lefty, um, there are so many of us that are not used to um, even trying to define what freedom means. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're talking about the connection to life, death, food, all these things earlier. Um, we've lost the connection to freedom. Yeah. You know, I have this. I have this conversation quite often with people, and I'm just like uh, one of the most important tenets has to be privacy, for example. Uh, in, in order to be free, people, a lot of people don't see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Those of a more statist sort of mindset, or, or people that haven't maybe just not maybe they're just I want I always want to give people credit I don't I often don't but I I, I always afterwards I always try to in my mind and next time I I, I, I have a similar conversation with them I I, I remember to uh, to sort of um meet them with a bit more grace because a lot of these concepts I mean uh, up until I moved out here I definitely has had issues with um with with gun ownership, it was, you know yeah, growing up it yeah and now you know i'm I'm living out here in the middle of but fuck, fuck nowhere um only our dogs and uh and a sort of um not very legal shotgun um um but i mean now now it seems obvious to me that. It's it's about lived experience and 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 or, or not even experience, but just lived kind of um, reflection, I suppose. Because a lot of people have always just well, a lot of people have never reflected on it at all. Right, exactly.
0: You know, I I, I see, it, and I I was in the same category. I. I always had like kind of a an individualistic thread go through me, but that was within a kind of a in the political current political paradigm a left leaning philosophy on most things. Mm-hmm. Um, and to 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 your first point, you know, this is something that I've brought up during um, the last few months is because people on on Twitter who are so kind of you know adamant freedom advocates, which I respect and I resonate with tremendously they'll They'll decry people uh, for, you know, being anti-freedom or not desiring freedom. And I don't think it's the case at all. My commentary on it was people actually don't they they think what they have, whatever it ends up being, ex- mm-hmm. in, in, outside of the most extreme cases and you know oppressive regimes or something, and even there in some cases, um, they interpret that as freedom because mm-hmm. as as you say, they probably haven't reflected on it very much. Like if you ask mm-hmm. the average person, what does freedom mean to you? Mm-hmm. I bet you'd get some really poorly defined answers. Oh, Wishy
2: you washy nonsense, yeah, absolutely. Right.
0: And probably very easy to poke holes in. And and, and mm-hmm. to your point about guns specifically and what we were talking about earlier, your your safety and the safety of your family um, is obviously paramount. And in the, through the context of looking at things through Bitcoin, whether Bitcoin is the impetus for seeing this, this, uh, things this way or something else is, you realize that dependencies are a vulnerability, you know, dependency mm-hmm. on third parties, you know, for your finances, dependencies mm-hmm. on whomever for your your healthcare or your diet or whatever. And so a lot of people in this space... Look at their lives, and they try to mitigate dependencies. And you know, I mean, you're a perfect example. You're living, mm. you know, off the grid. You're saying, mm. "I want full control and autonomy of the things that are the most important and impactful in my life," and and good for you for doing so. But uh, you know, of course, a, a glaring dependency in most places in the world is if something, you know, if an aggressor, um, you know, uh, comes at me, comes at my family. I'm completely dependent on, you know, police that could be either 10 minutes or 10 hours, perhaps in your case away from, Mm. from, from me like that, that does, that does me no good. That's a huge vulnerability. That's a dependency that I need to correct. And Mm. you know, the way of correcting that one, you know, part of a solution is having the means to defend yourself and protect the life uh, of your yourself and your family. And as you say, in, 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 through that lens becomes a no brainer. Like, of course, um, people should have uh, the ability and the right to do that now if you know if that were the case across the board perhaps you know we'd have a different relationship with with power and violence and aggression in society generally and, and one of those things that i'm a, a big advocate of is is not um act you know is not uh, uh, promoting a docile society is not acting as though we don't have monsters inside of us, each and every one of us. We all do. I mean, we're animals and we are capable of the most vicious things. Um, no, you know, we're, we're, we're no different fundamentally from the most horrific monsters uh, in, of, throughout history, right? That, that mm-hmm. we all are aware of. So the key is, is I don't think to ignore, you know, the monstrous aspects of you, the savage aspects of you, the violent or aggressive aspects of you but to actually develop a greater closeness with them. Like be underst- like all things, try mm. to understand them better and express them in the proper domains so that you, know, you can kind of un- you know, uh, open up the valve a little bit, release the pressure, and get control of that monster rather than just keeping it in the basement until one day it decides to come out and destroy the whole fucking house. And sure. so um, I think in a society where we had a healthier relationship with power, uh, generally, then people would be would would have a better responsibility with the the tools of of exacting power. And as you know, as you said, with raising your son, that is certainly, in my opinion, part of a, a healthy upbringing is instilling in them, you know, the the uh, an understanding of power, and then uh, teaching them how to use it and wield it responsibly. Sure. You know, that, that's that's the way it should be done. So I, I totally agree. And and to, and to the the point with guns, in particular, that's why I had um, you know one of the top 3D printing gun guys on the show a few weeks ago. Because one, this is a technology that's happening; nobody's going to stop it, and we, we might sure. as well might as well contend with it, even if you're staunchly anti-gun. But alternatively, I mean, if most jurisdictions in the world are going to limit the ability of people to protect themselves, then this technology is going to say, well fuck you, you know, we're going to, we're going to bring that ability to people regardless of regulations. And, you know, I think that's probably
2: a good thing. It's certainly a great equalizer. Um, You know, but, but, but I think, um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like taking one of the Tiger Kings tigers and putting it back into the jungle we've we've just become it's it's in our nature it's dormant within us but most people when they when when they're faced with the way we have lived for thousands of years and up until quite recently you know relatively speaking mm-hmm. They're just not capable of, of of dealing with it. It's somehow been bred out bred out of them culturally. Totally. Um, but I also think that it's not that deep down. I mean, it, it it's 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 dormant, but it's under the surface. And I think in in most cases, that is something that I mean, look at me, i I, I would have called myself staunch anti-gun, like just five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, it's it, it's definitely something that could change. And in terms of sort of power, government, um, I definitely see a lot of s- um, similarities between. Well, first it was how I raised my dogs, you know, um, to, and I would c- always think that's can't be that different to how I would raise my child, you know, consistency. Uh, some kind of discipline, but also freedom and fo- well, whatever you know. Uh, th- that's obviously uh, probably as far as I can stretch that little bit of the anal- <laughs> the, 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 the analogy. But but and 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 with uh, raising a child and 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 as a parent and the role of government, I think also uh, has some parallels. You know, I want to raise my son with responsibility when he falls over i don't i don't i don't fucking unless he's actually hurt i don't i don't go to him i don't say oopsie even like and as a result he's very robust and resilient and he doesn't cry and i'm still incredibly empathetic We we still have plenty of cuddles and all these sort of things like if if he really needs it i i do think and and going to to the sort of government side of the of the metaphor i i still feel as a as somebody who grew up in the place that i did i can't as much as i feel a bit of a miniachist slash anarchist slash libertarian sprinkle that with all sorts of other things um i i can't see and and maybe that's just because i haven't been you know i haven't been exposed to it a bit like other people haven't been exposed to why they would possibly uh want or need a gun maybe maybe we just would self-organize as as a society into or or, or as smaller communities into taking care of those that needed it maybe that's the maybe that is the answer but uh, i do think that all of these parents that i see molly cuddling their children like Oh, do you want this? Do you want that? Giving people too many options. Like I saw the same thing living in the, in, in, in London, um, bending over backwards to people instead of just letting people, you breed out personal responsibility when, 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 when you're, when you're going about your, your business in that sort of way.
0: I I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And you know, this, speaking of Jordan Peterson, you know, or bringing him back up, Mm -hmm. um, he has, and I'm not a biblical scholar at all. Anything I know is, you know, probably from listening to other people uh, talk about it. I just haven't kind of uh, gone down that particular intellectual rabbit hole quite yet, but mm-hmm. um apparently the very famous line is, I believe it's the meek or in some definitions, the weak shall inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, he describes it as a a, a mistranslation. And, and he says, um, the, the, The literal translation or the original translation was, "those who um, something like those who wield their swords skillfully, but keep them sheathed, shall inherit the earth." And you know, it's it's kind of along the lines of what we're talking about. It's a very different Mm -hmm. thing from being weak and and uh, and meek versus um, being, you know, gentle and compassionate, but having the mm-hmm. ability to, uh, strike. you know, strike, exert force, et yeah. cetera. And, uh, you know, I, I totally agree with what you're saying about, uh, with children. And, you know, one of the, you were mentioning kind of your political philosophy and I've, I've never held one seriously. And perhaps mm. that's because I couldn't come, I could, I couldn't become comfortable with, a you know, any, any kind of, concrete uh, solution in that realm. But what I've, as a result of being involved in Bitcoin, what I believe I've come to understand is that um, the money is the primary governing mechanism. Sure. Uh, that is what uh, will incentivize, permit, prohibit, You know the ways in which we interact. And then anything that it doesn't permit, but what we desire to interact, we, we add structures to that. And we, we, we call it governance, uh, Mm -hmm. a a governance. And, um, so ultimately all these ideologies, I feel like they're on such shaky ground because they're, they're just that they're, they're kind of a, a social agreement that will operate in this way, but there's no real, genuine restrictions on those. So it's like, oh, well, if we want to change this here, either grossly uh, or, you know, uh, or just in small ways, then you can. And so what's, what's the validity of the philosophy in the first place, if it's not going to be adhered to, or if it's, if it has no real staying power, I guess is what I'm saying. So for me, the money is the governance and, you know, gold, I guess, uh, was okay. But as, as we saw, uh, it had, it was so insufficient in terms of what we wanted to use it for that we had to erect so much governance around it that we ultimately ended up making it, uh, you know, kind of uh, moot. Like, defeating
2: you know. It's purpose really. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and what's so exciting with Bitcoin is that not only does it kind of tick the boxes on the, 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 the normal, um, you know, criteria on which we assess different forms of money and does extremely well on those, but it's also programmable money. So mm-hmm. we, you know, f- if we have things that we want it to do and there are limitations of course, but you know, we don't know what those limitations are yet really, you know? Mm. Um, and so we're gonna, I think we'll be in a scenario where we'll need way less overt governance because the real this, you know, the actual governing mechanism, which is in my opinion is always the money. Um, is going to be able to take care of so much of that for us. Now that may mean that we have to be more careful about what we allow the money to do, what kind of governance we program into the money, as it were. But um, but you know, all these political debates. I, I feel like let's just focus. We've got this amazing upgrade of money, and if we recognize the the uh, the importance and the implications of this, then let's just make this as best as we can and government you know whatever additional governance we need that's what will emerge uh and you know we don't necessarily need to waste too much time on debating libertarianism ancap republican democrat all this kind of stuff i mean you know just live out whatever you would like to live and the, i think the money will will take care of most of that discussion
2: i really really agree and this is something i've been, i've spent uh, a fair bit of time thinking about recently that 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 ultimately, most of that is futile. You know, political allegiances, whatever. And 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 I, the way I have seen it now, the, the last few years, is that being apolitical gives you a vantage point that those in the trenches don't have. They they're bogged down in their isms. They're bogged down in their sort of. Um, Manifestos, more or less. Obviously, there are some people that, that 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 think beyond that. But if you have a vantage point and and you can sort of from from, from different things, um, that that has the most value and is the most honest and uh, and and is and useful going forward. And I mean. In regards to the sort of legacy system, it doesn't really fucking matter what tie, you, what color tie you've got on, because ultimately it's based on a flawed um, monetary policy. Um, and and so I, I couldn't give a shit whether you vote for Trump or Biden. I, I think probably Biden is the more damaging, uh, which, which surprises, you, you know, that surprises yeah because uh, he, trump is such an oath in you know uh, such an oaf in my book but um because i mean if you, if you're not fixing what's if you keep on just fixing holes in a roof and uh, but 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 the but, but the structure is 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 crumbling that's you know um and then in regards to yeah what what you're talking about also i mean that it's it's exciting going forward for me thinking about how we could reorganize the societies and all this talk about citadels and and and, and um or uh, the balkanization or, or uh, the devolving of power um it, it it excites me to think that you might be able to sort of get together with a group of people whether it's a smaller citadel or something that looks more like a a sort of a state or region of a country size wise, but but where you can sort of get together with people where you coalesce around a a set of values or a set of ideas that you can then buy into, maybe even literally, you know, Mm. um, you're contributing to uh, that particular citadel or society if your values should change, or, or or you think something else is is better for you and your family, or whatever, then 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 you can go somewhere else, and and that to me seems like a much more valuable way of organizing than 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 what we have now.
0: Yeah, I, I mean you're talking about competition between jurisdictions right you know you're a jurisdiction you offer these services you kind of operate on this value set and if anyone wants to come in they they pay a fee or for as long as they're there and if they end up not liking it maybe they they pick and choose another one that was yeah. have you read the sovereign individual because that kind of concept uh, was outlined in that book as well
2: uh, yeah so so many um uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg's dad. Uh, uh, so many books that I have lying. I've, I've I've written. Oh, I've written. I've read most of it, uh, and th- there's still about a third that I've still got to. I'm in the same. I'm in
0: the same boat. I think I'm two yeah. two thirds of the way through. I picked yeah. it up relatively late. I only started reading it a couple of weeks ago, but it, it does talk about the kind of the megapolitical uh, trends that are changing. That are you know in the cyber economy that are going to you know, effectively cause the nation state to continue to come under greater and greater stress, basically from its own size and for the, you know, the, the rewards or the incentives of the nation state to diminish. And what it predicts is that we'll see these various jurisdictions that, you know, offer uh, or that represent competition for, you know, people's citizenship, basically. And if you want to go there, you go there. If you want to go there, you go there. And it seems, you know, makes a lot of sense to me um yeah.
2: go ahead i mean we'll, we'll, um final thing on that point I, I i think we're about to see that very very soon actually just in terms of bitcoin legislation and i, I and I, I and i see already people talking about places like Pol- portugal as as places where they're interested in moving to because they are open to a new way of thinking already so i think that sort of competition will come into effect very soon
0: it, it, it's interesting to think how fast all this could happen because you look out and you see the pace of the world and, you know, sometimes you might think things are moving fast. Like, you know, if you were around in December 2017, you might have thought like, oh, my God, this is happening right now, you know, um, and then things change and think, of, oh, well, this is going to take a lot longer than than you might have thought. But, you know, if if Bitcoin were to go up substantially in the next few years, then presumably, you know, there'd be a far greater incentive and or opportunity costs for jurisdictions to either offer or not offer certain concessions for, you know, the quote unquote Bitcoiners around the world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at some point the incentive is going to be too great. And some probably small country or, or maybe countries that are in distress are going to say, look, you know, we want the, 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 the boost that all of these people that are well capitalized represent. So we're going to, we're going to make it easy for you to make that decision. And as you say that, that, you know, if the price action happens uh, that fast, then all that other stuff that is kind of stems from the price action is sure to follow.
2: It, it could just happen. It could just happen um, through seeing a, a sort of inflationary collapse and in, 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 in nation-state currencies, couldn't it? As well, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, but uh, doesn't seem implausible now.
0: Um, it certainly doesn't certainly doesn't
2: um, but listen um, you should um i know you like to travel if you if, you, if you're if you ever if you're ever down on these parts you we have a we have a house here for guests that you are always welcome to have i know daniel would probably love to have you as well oh man um, i
0: i can't wait for the day where i come visit both of you guys it's uh yeah. it's, it's one of my favorite like i said it's one of my favorite areas of the world and uh it would be great just to just to hang out with with either of you,
2: because um, you, you you lived for, in France for a short while, didn't you? Sorry to interrupt you there.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I seem um, to remember
2: you saying on a pod some sometime.
0: When I was four or five years old, my family moved to uh, the south of France for a year. Um, my dad had a, a small woodworking business, and he sold it. and He was a bit of an adventurous, you know, sort of guy, and he was into. Uh, triathlons at the time, and there's a big, you know, kind of biking or triathlon scene in the in Europe and the south of France in particular. And so he moved up, picked up sticks, and we went to a, a small town called La Croix-Valmer, which is um, about a 15-minute drive from Saint-Tropez, about an hour and a half or something from Nice, that, that general okay. area. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, it was magic, man. I mean, I don't remember that much of it, but we we have uh, over the course of my childhood, we returned a couple of times for a couple of weeks, but, uh, and I, and I was there, uh, in the motorhome trip and I stayed with some friends that we made actually during the time that we lived there. And it's, I think it's my favorite area in the world. You know, if I could, if I didn't have to worry about government, anything, if I could just pick like a culture and a landscape and food and all that stuff, it would be there. I mean, it's, uh, it's just such a lovely area. So, Mm. um, but mate, I know it's getting late over there, so I'll I'll let you go. There's only two more, two more things I got for you. The first one, (laughs) you can choose how long you want to spend on this, but I think we, I think we skipped over the part at the beginning of your Bitcoin origin story. I don't recall you kind of explaining how you fell down the rabbit hole. And then the last thing I want to talk about, and we, you know, perhaps again, as, 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 as quickly as you like, um, you're you're becoming on the front lines or you're going to be on the front lines of the meme war and I'd love to know what uh, <laughs> kind of work you're doing there
2: yeah okay so uh, to speak to my origins briefly I had a brief touch with it I think it must have been late 2010 early 2011 and a mate of mine called Georgie who was a bit of a loose cannon uh, avid, avid drug taker you know, I wasn't I wasn't wasn't sort of uh, shy uh, either but you know, he was particularly gregarious um, on that side of things excuse me Um, he was mining Bitcoin and I remember him saying he had like tens of thousands of Bitcoin at that point Uh, it must have been 2011 um, (laughs) because when did Silk Road open up? that was in 2011, wasn't it? I think so I'm not 100% on that because yeah. I remember not long after it must have been like within the six months after that he had spent most of it on basically ketamine I think ketamine and MDMA. <sighs> uh, and now he's you know now he's basically living as a he's got himself into all sorts of financial shit and ran away um, oh no so be, because he was a bit of a loose cannon I, I kind of thought yeah. I, I didn't I didn't give it much credence and he never kind of Gave it any other spiel than, um, "Isn't this cool?" And maybe I can buy something with it. it there, there wasn't any kind of monetary policy kind of uh, lilt or, or or that sort of thing. So I wrote it off, and then it actually. Then I had my head down in music, then renovating and renting uh, properties. And um, so then it wasn't until sort of. Uh, June 2017 when I was sat on a train in Denmark on my way to my folks and I was checking through my email and I had gotten through some um, investment news- newsletter some kind of blurb about Bitcoin I was like okay if that rings a bell how the hell is that still going started on that two-hour train journey just looking into it uh, at the end of it I realized because at that point, I'd had a really rather successful like a 10x kind of experience with uh, rare whiskey, which is essentially how we pay for this property down here.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm sure but, that's like, an interesting but, story.
2: But that's another. Well, I still have plenty of bottles that, that need drinking. So when when you come and see us, <laughs> we can, we can uh, talk about that. Um, so I knew about scarcity. I mean, I had felt scarcity very recently at that point. And I I understood the proof of work bit. There, there were um, other things that that obviously, I mean, even now I'm, you know, we're all discovering new things all the time. So, but at the end of that two-hour change journey, I was just like, yeah, this is this is the future. And I think the first thing I did when I came to my folks' place was to set up an account. And the following day, I think I bought. I mean tens of thousands worth of of, 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 of Bitcoin. Wow! I mean no tens quick, of yeah. thousands, but you know, I, I I I I jump in, man. I jump in with both feet when there's something <laughs> I believe in.
0: Nice, nice.
2: Um, and yeah, and then it's as you know, it just it's just this beast that keeps growing. So it, did, just con- it consumes me more and more. Yeah, oh, I know that. In
0: in December, uh, 2017, did you? I mean, because if you went heavy in in June and you get what happened in December, I mean, you got to be thinking that either you're a genius or, you know, or, you know, what were were your emotions around that when that happened?
2: I didn't think I was a genius. I thought I was very lucky to get in when I did. Um, Also, unfortunately, because it's easy to get greedy and those sort of, and that was important, more so than getting in at a decent price point the the reason I'm glad that I get in when I did is that I got to experience the best part of a bull run mm. and I got to see how the human condition often operates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is definitely a lesson. I mean, I'm never selling again. Right. I mean, I might sell for, yeah, I've got to sell for goods and services. That's cool. Uh, which is not exactly selling. Um, but um no, and 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 because of greed, I, I got involved in some uh, audacious shitcoinery, and I mean, I could have had ten more Bitcoin now if I yeah. if I had, you know. And sure. almost
0: nobody's immune, man. I mean, the greed is such a, such a motherfucker. So <laughs> almost yeah. nobody's immune from that at that time, especially.
2: At the same time, greed is. Uh, an essential part of, of, of the game theory and uh, you know it's it's a lesson that will will serve us or, or those of us who have uh, fallen foul of uh, the shitcoin monster um, will will serve us all well so I I I, I yeah it was for, for, for a while for a little while it was um, I mean it was it was it was a considerable chunk of your, your of net worth that you saw sort of evaporating essentially but it didn't diminish my faith in in right. bitcoin at
0: all right yeah that's a that's an interesting topic in itself you know just how uh, bitcoin changes the game for greed you know whereas greed mm. i think in other scenarios and other times just because of the structure in which it operates in was probably a detrimental or could easily become a detrimental sort of uh, thing and in bitcoin, uh, and I'm thinking more in the case of like market dynamics and and uh, market competition and stuff like that, but I think bitcoin will uh will will in some degree to some degree redefine greed and, and maybe take a little bit of the uh the negative connotation off it because in a in a free market that is is perhaps nigh impossible to manipulate, then you know greed means you need to provide valuable uh products and services that the market uh Demands because that's that's how you kind of actualize that greed in acquiring more. And there's no kind of hidden pathways or or you know uh, or cheat codes to circumvent any of that and get uh, undeserved uh, gain.
2: Effectively, it's almost too beautiful to have been invented by a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and I think I think we briefly touched on this uh, ch- chatting uh, on, on on Twitter before that there's there's something that has this sort of like divinity about it yeah. um and uh whatever whatever that means mm. um yeah it's a fucking beautiful thing
0: yeah all right so uh hit me with it so you made this video a few a week ago a couple of weeks ago i believe um you had collaborated with some people to make this you know very kind of emotionally stirring uh bitcoin meme video um, and you, you said at the time that there was much more to come. And I think, what was it you said? You said by the end of the year, the fed is going to, or the bank of England, or someone's going to know your name
2: or something. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I um, uh, that I won't touch too much on, um, <laughs> but, but no, I, I, I basically, um, we are a bunch of, uh, Britcoiners, as as uh, as 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 Dan um, Daniel Prince has has sort of coined the phrase Britcoiners, that have found to found each other in the Coinfloor.co.uk. It's a Bitcoin only, yep. um, really solid, uh, run by Obi, who's a really solid Bitcoiner. Uh, we have a little Telegram uh, channel, and um, I don't really know what they. are. I'm only, I'm a late edition, I don't really know what they were doing before, but the last couple of weeks, we have been starring, and there are a few of us that are really ambitious to, to make some waves. And I don't know whether we are going to sink any oil tankers, uh, but we're definitely going to rock some boats. Um, and, you know this is humble beginnings. Um, I've wanted to, I, I, I believe hodling is a valuable contribution uh, to b- bootstrapping the network, um, uh, keeping ma- maintaining a, a, a healthy price floor, all these sort of things. But I have been looking at ways of contributing before. Um, but being new to Bitcoin Twitter, I mean, I, I, because i've sort of retrograding in many aspects of my life i've i've kind of stayed i was staying away from another kind of platform in my life i i finally just cut off or, or you know cut out all the others or fucking wish i'd found bitcoin twitter earlier i mean it's 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 often no. oftentimes it it it's a brilliant place mm-hmm. um and so There were some good memers in there already. um, Self Banked and Ryan Draycott, in particular, are are, are very productive and um, putting out some really beautiful and funny stuff. I thought I'd have a crack at that, and I made a couple of sort of garden variety level memes. um, And then I thought, this is probably not really me. me. Let me do something where I can make some music. And this first one, I mean, I I did it in sort of two half days. It's essentially just editing down a, a one film uh, that, that, that a music video that exists and and, and putting some original soundtrack to it. Um, and it obviously developing a bit of a narrative of my own through that. Um, but the aim with my particular sort of mini movie memes, if you like is that it's going to hopefully get more and more complex. It's going to keep on being uh, music mixed with uh, moving, you know, uh, visuals, um, and all of it have some kind of narrative. Um, For example, I have a silent movie planned uh, that's cutting together some silent movies and I am doing a sort of uh, kind of more up-to-date but uh, still true to the 1920s whatever early 1920s kind of piano soundtrack underneath um i'm doing a kind of bond theme with that kind of 60s loungy kind of vibe all of it with a with a kind of bitcoin narrative that's already playing out uh or, or or sort of discussed um and a whole bunch of other things. Um, but apart from that, we have, uh, I mean, and this is Self-Banked, who's who's kind of the driving force on on this particular project, an incredible-looking comic coming out. Really? I mean, it's fucking Like a beautiful. comic
0: book, you mean?
2: A comic book, yeah. Sick. Um, and I don't know, I, we haven't quite decided whether the, we, we, we're considering just doing a limited run, maybe 21 copies, I don't know, maybe that's too limited. That's too limited. Uh, yeah. Um, and obviously it's going to be free for uh, on the digital, but really, really beautiful. Um, and then we have some various kind of, I can't say too much because obviously you don't want to give yourself, yeah, sure I, I don't enough, want to sure. put put too much rope out there that could hang ourselves later down the line. But we're thinking very, very ambitiously about various stunts and, uh, in like real life, uh, kind of events, installations, uh, real life art. We call ourselves an art collective, Mm -hmm. which sounds slightly pretentious, but, um, it's just basically a, a, a collective of us, um, Daniel Prince as well. um, a bunch of others that we just want to make things that not just contribute to the cause. And I know people will argue, yeah, Bitcoin is doing its own thing. It doesn't need you. Fuck off. No, it doesn't. You know, Bitcoin doesn't need anyone, but we can all help it along. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're producing some incredible podcasts. Other people are doing other stuff of great value. And we feel that there is a thing that could, Bridge the kind of wank fudder that it's produced for uh, Bitcoin Twitter, specifically for, you know, a Bitcoin Twitter engagement and, and for our little sort of internal jokes um, to manifest themselves. And, and, and something that could hopefully bridge a slightly, I mean, I'm, this is hoping, right? but um, Hopefully bridge a slightly larger uh, non-coiner Slash no-coiner they're slightly harder to convince pre-coiner to no-coiner kind of audience um and hopefully do it with 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 style um humor i mean that first one that i did was definitely dark humor Mm. and there are a few people that sort of took exception to it because they didn't like that being the kind of uh uh, the the narrative that is propagated to to to, to pre-coiners, uh, uh, you know, but it's I think the only reason that that felt close to the bone was because of the situation we are finding ourselves in. I mean, many of us have been maybe not preppers, but a lot of us have 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 sort of stipulated or pontificated maybe to friends uh, about such a scenario, and it's not likely, but it's not a non-zero possibility anymore and i think that might have been what touched a nerve with some
0: oh look man i mean art is supposed to do that right i mean mm. it, it's supposed to touch a nerve it's supposed to inspire it's supposed to make you question you know i i one of the things that's so great about this space is is that you know memory is such an important component like you you could have a tweet you could have a robert breedlove tweet thread that is just fucking on point for 20, yeah. tw- 20 different tweets right yeah. and that yeah. will land with nobody but you, I, and some of the other hardcore bitcoiners but you could have money printer go burr and fucking jay yeah. powell turning out the the bills on the on his machine and that'll make its way into you know all sorts of mainstream twitter bubbles and spheres and uh you know the art is you know the the art of war is basically the war of art you know it's 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 it it is nice. about propaganda it is about a yeah. memeing and that's probably why that as much as uh, many of us in this space love the intellectual pursuits and seeing how far the rabbit hole goes you know goes you know on on twitter as i'm sure your your collective is recognized and that's why you're doing this stuff is the memes is what breaks through the meme like that's what it's supposed to be, right? A very simple thing Mm -hmm. that conveys a far broader understanding or meaning. And Mm -hmm. it's always going to be subjective. So some Mm -hmm. people may think it's dark and inappropriate. Other people may think it's dark and appropriate. Other people may think it's not dark and, you know. So, um, but I love it, man. And and that's why when I saw that, for one, I had goosebumps. And then I thought, oh uh, oh, man, I can't fucking wait to see what comes out of this because, You know, we all do our own thing. And like my thing is having these types of conversations and, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a role to play there. But if we're talking about Mm -hmm. kind of like the 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 kind of the exponential lever, like what levers really have power to kind of uh, go viral and really make an impact. I mean, I think and and perhaps this has always been the case with revolutions, but art is you know art is what resonates with 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 people and and memeing is obviously a type of that and it's uh yeah i mean i i i love the initiative and i'm sure there's going to be a lot of awesome stuff to come out of it so i'm anxiously awaiting to see it all
2: cool man yeah now uh, uh, ryan took out uh, took over last night for, for for the friday movie night because i i had a um a um a fire bus uh firewire bus fry on my uh on, on my audio interface um so i i was i was temporarily put back and he put out something very funny uh well it's quite moving and and funny at the same time i don't know if you saw it the uh my captain or my captain or whatever. It's, I did it, it, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 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 he he, he had my back and, and, and did something uh quality. Um but yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping to do uh something again next week. And having a two-year-old and uh, and and acres uh, of land and forest that need maintaining, uh, it probably has to be every two weeks, but
1: sure.
2: Um but w- you know, we are thinking very ambitiously, and I have to say with that nucleus of people in that group um i don't remember many times in my life and i've I've been through a lot of creativity I've, i haven't been i haven't lived so much uh exciting potential before i mean we, we the things i mentioned are just some of the, some of the ideas floating around and and i have a feeling that these are not just people that are from I mean most of them i don't know you know we, i mean in real life yeah uh, uh but i i have a real sense that um we all have a real shared ambition and drive and purpose and uh yeah man hopefully we'll create some uh, if not beautiful things then at least uh, funny and uh or provocative or um whatever Man, that's Thanks. that's
0: that's quite a statement coming from you, you know, because of your mm. your history in the creative world. And I'm sure working with mm. a lot of brilliant and inspired and and creative and motivated people to uh, to make a comment like that. I mean, I guess it just speaks to what we said way back at the beginning, where when, when you're so inspired by something, you know, it kind of just spills out of you. And, uh, that's it. you know, your job is to just kind of capture it and morph it and, and, and find a way to uh, express it. To capture some mm. of that spillover and find a way to express it but uh man i'm, I'm yeah. super pumped i uh, i know it's getting late over there so i'll let you go i really appreciate uh you taking the time to have a chat with me tonight uh really really enjoyed it and i know we could go on for yeah, hours, man. hours and hours so we'll and have i'm to, sure we will uh, one day yeah exactly we'll we'll save that yeah. for a uh, face-to-face and mm. and some whiskey but uh, until then man keep keep up all the great work i look forward to seeing what comes out and uh
2: you know to you and the fam I am uh, saluting you behind the Fiat (laughs) moustache on uh, on screen. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure and an honour. Thanks, John.
0: All right, brother. Take care. Take care, mate. Bye.